tuned into the greatest sports show on the planet. That's Prince, and he's Barty. And you're now listening to Prince and Barty. Buckle up. But, bro, we got my dog, Boston, in the building, man. A friend to the show. Been on here multiple times. How you been, bro? Yeah. I've been good, man. Blessed and highly favorite. Get to this bag. You know what I'm saying? Trying to help others get to it, too. Same mo. What's up, what's up with that new podcast, A to Z? I see you out here dropping more. You, you trying to battle us for the content. Mm. Nah, man. See, y'all doing something, um, and that's the great thing, too, because what y'all doing is kind of like, you know, on that realm of, um, well, y'all talk about a lot of different stuff, but pertaining to the sports and things like that, I get a chance with the A to Z to tap in with entrepreneurs and get them to share their stories about like how they got started in their business, all the trials and tribulations, everything that people don't see. Cause you know, people always see the, the end result, but they don't get a chance to hear or see the, some of the things that a person went through, how they started at point A and how they got to point Z or how they're in transition to get the Z, like what they're going, their moves that they're making. And so with that, it's like, I get a chance to, I get a chance to like really dive in and learn about that person and their business and what they're doing. But then also the viewers or listeners, they get a chance to take some of that and, and, and apply it to whatever they're trying to do, you know, cause it's, it's, um, it's cool when you get to see somebody that you, that you know, you know what I mean? That you either a went to school with, grew up with, you can relate to them somehow, some way it just inspires you more to be like, you know what? If such and such could do it, man, and hearing their story, what's holding me back? So that's the whole purpose of my podcast is really to get information on that individual and their business so they can shed light on what they do. And then also in it, they're going to be dropping jewels because everybody got a story. And those jewels will carry on to somebody else with intentions to help that person be next on the podcast later on down the line. And that's that's the in the nutshell. That's what the A to Z is about. Because everybody got to start at point A to get to point Z. If you start at E D F, you you messed up. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's that's dope. Because you know we talk about it all the time. People, I, I love podcasts, but it's like the wild wild west where everybody got a podcast, and it, but it's no substance though. And when people start, they realize how hard it is to maintain it, different content, different ideas. And so when you try to keep up with the current news, yes, when you see them podcasts get burnt out, like my boys have, oh, it's me, this chick. And we talk about topics. You can't keep up with academics because he got a team of 30 people researching. They're like, oh, I got to research too and talk about it. Mm-hmm. So talk about that. Like it's, it's not easy, this podcast and stuff. Oh, no, it's not. So anything, y'all, I mean, if you really wanted to be successful, then you're going to have to be dedicated to it. But I don't like to do I don't like to do fads. I don't like to do anything that's a trend or something like that. So I don't want to talk about what's trending. I don't want to talk about I don't want to talk about other people. You feel me? Like they already doing their thing. I don't give a damn what the hell Cardi doing or who having a baby, who bought this. And I don't that don't intrigue me in no way, shape or form. And to each his own, but I don't think it should intrigue nobody else. Worry about what the hell you got going on. You know what I'm saying? So that's 
in a nutshell, that's the whole focus is about that person and and starting a podcast. Yeah, this shit tough. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to constantly be on dial with putting out content. Content is key. But see, with this content that both of all of us are putting out, it's going to live on for forever. So we may drop this video today and maybe six, seven months down the line, somebody catch on to it. And then they can resonate with whatever we talk about. So it's crazy. But how can somebody watch a, a, a podcast where you talk about current events, this, that, and the third? They can't watch that in 2018. You know, I mean, well, they can't watch what you talk about 2018 and 2022 or something like that. You get what I mean? Right. It's old now. <laughs> so you got to constantly be talking about the newest stuff. Whereas if we talking about some information, we talking about business, that stuff don't change. Maybe some of the tactics have changed. Maybe some of the laws may change. But the whole initial point on how to get to where you're trying to go, that ain't changed. Mm. And it's not going to change. And then that content going to be around forever. Is it tough doing it? Yes, but if you're doing it with true intentions, it's not as tough. If you're doing it just chasing money, it's going to be tough because you're chasing the bag. Let the bag come to you, you know what I mean? But the minute you start chasing it, it's going to be – you might want to cancel it. That's true. That's yeah. so, so what's the state of boxing, man? How you feel about boxing nowadays it, opposed to how it was in the past? <laughs> Boxing is interesting. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It's the new WWE, man. Mm. You know, um, even down to it's so much of a business, and I get it. I get it on that standpoint. So I got to look at it from two different things, as a fan of boxing and then as a businessman. And you want to have longevity in boxing, so you may not fight the top prospects and all this other stuff, or you may wait later on down the line to get to this fight that everybody wanted to see and all this other stuff. Cause you get in the bag in between that, you know? So it's not like, it's not like the NFL or NBA and stuff. You can't pick who you want to play. They set the schedule and you play them, whether, whether the team is loaded or not, you still got to go out there and play them with boxing. The way they have it now is so, it's so much of a business. They taking away from the sport of boxing all the way down to letting these, social media people boxing all these figures who don't you know what i'm saying it's messing up that's like it that's like having a starting another league of, of for the nba with a bunch of just random people because they popular on social media or letting them play against somebody in an nba game you just took away from the whole nba experience but but let me ask you this real quick though would you say floyd kind of if we, we praise floyd for his business but in doing that Floyd started cherry picking fights and leveraging pick oh, yeah. vibes. So is it the Floyd Mayweather effect? All of it. It's the Floyd Mayweather effect, but also Floyd beat them at their game. Mm. When I say they game, I'm talking about the people in charge, the Al Hamans and all. He beat them at their game. Like, uh-uh, y'all ain't finna tell me what to do. I'm gonna tell y'all what to do. And I'm gonna make all the money. So I'm pulling away. So it's just like, because I had a problem with, with that at first, but then I had to look at it from a business standpoint, like he's gaining ownership. And of course, those who sit in the skybox, they don't want you to own shit. They want you to be down on the floor seats and just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you good down here. But the minute you start climbing up here, start doing the same thing as them, then they upset. And with Floyd, he was just smart enough to do it that way. 
it just it just transitioned into a thing now. It's becoming so like scripted, like WWE type, WWF type stuff. You know what I mean? But did he start it? Yes. But it it helped for the business because a lot of these now a lot of these guys, these boxers, they getting some bread. They getting bad like millions on a fight. Cause Floyd set that in, in play. You picking who you fighting now instead of just going out there and because if you go in and you do just out the game, you fight the top person and then he whoop your ass. Ain't nobody else gonna pay to see you to fight now. <laughs> oh nah, nah, for sure. But but even if like for example, like you remember um what's my guy name? Winky Wright, those old those old school fighters, sit like that, where they was fighting like once a year because people was afraid to fight them. So you look at like yeah. like Bud Crawford. people ducking them so it's like as a boxing fan i gotta wait till they decide okay he's worthy enough for me to fight and i might fight him it sucks in that aspect but i watch boxing on the different i watch boxing differently just how i watch basketball differently when i'm watching basketball i'm watching the plays that they run in I'm watching like the screens, the the pick and rolls, like all that is different. It's just like when I be sitting and I'm watching a football game with somebody in the NFL, they calling out plays and all type of stuff. They looking at the defense defense differently. I just looking at it as a fan, you know what I'm saying? But they looking at stuff differently. In boxing, I'm looking at it differently. So I may not like the fight that's about to happen or this person. I feel like they should fight this one. But let me see what they're this boxing match that they about to have shows me what they did in training camp. Let me see what they worked on. So yeah, while I'm watching, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, while I'm watching the fight, I'm like, oh, snap, boy, that right hook looks sharp now. That jab clean now. Like he hit, he moving different. His his head movement is on point now. He got, he moving his shoulders better. His feet, his foot movement is better. That's how I watch it. So I got to find, instead of just watching like, oh, I want to see them two fight. I kind of found another way to watch it. It's like, let me see what this person has worked on. What did they take from training camp? Because each fight tells you about the boxer, what they did in training camp to lead up into that fight. Nah, nah, I agree. I agree for sure. I think for me personally, I think boxing is the only sport I could watch on an amateur level. Mm. Right. So it's just it's just boxers. They don't like basketball. Uh, that's why a lot of people not really into college sports. I know he's not really big in the uh, college basketball. Yeah, I'm not big on college either. Yeah, because it's like you like uh, college is not it's not where it's at. But let me ask you this question. Um, hmm. you mentioned Floyd. Is Floyd the GOAT? I mean, where do you have him ranked as far as uh, all time fighters? Defensive wise, yes. On on the defensive wise as the GOAT. But um, like Prince said, he did pick his fights. I got to go with Ali on that one mm-hmm. as the GOAT. You know what I mean? He got in there with any and everybody, bro. All right, I'm, okay, <laughs> I'm going to argue with you, right? Listen, and I can't say Ali isn't or isn't the GOAT, but my thing about Ali is I think Ali's presence and personality is bigger than him as a boxer, right? Because we've seen Ali get knocked out, and we, we like the comeback. He got knocked out. He came back and won. We respect it. But I can't fault Floyd for not losing, right? Where Floyd said the object is not to get hit and the object is not to lose. Mission accomplished, right? So if you in certain circles, you say Floyd the GOAT, they look at you like you got three heads. But if the records show he's not, he didn't take as many hits. And I love God rest Muhammad Ali's soul. He was a vegetable when he died. Mm. 
Yeah. They like, do you want to be a goat for somebody to call you going, you a vegetable? Floyd out here at uh, Rolling Loud. <laughs> no, you're right. But okay, let me put it in this instance, right? Let's say we playing pickup basketball. We got we got our five, right? Uh-huh. And our five, we hard. We could go hoop with anybody. We beating everybody in the city. We going park to park. But we going over here, we playing these scrubs. We ain't going on the side where they really hooping at. We knocking off these scrubs over here, knocking up. But we walking around the city saying, well, we 25 and 0. You ain't play nobody, though. Oh, <laughs> you know okay. what I'm saying? That's, no. So I, re- I can respect I- his record, but he how he got to it, that's why I said on the defensive part, like I ain't never seen nobody. Well, Sonny Lister was good. Like it's some, it's some other good people. Is good, but yeah, but Floyd just was kind of different with his his defense, bro. It, yeah, it's hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody, no, nah, that was my phone. No, but it's also levels, right? Where let's look at say Iverson, right? We all Iverson fans. You've never seen a grown man make other grown men look silly on a court, and I feel like that's what Floyd did for boxing. Right, like he made grown boxers look like yeah. they was kids. Now nah, you're right. He did make them look like they was kids, but he picked who he wanted to make them look like kids. No, hold on, but that was later though. Remember, he was fighting on um, Zab Judah, mm-hmm. Delahoya. Like when when Floyd got power, he was picking. But that's what that's like with like the uh, basketball, right? With Kobe, LeBron. We, me and you, we mess with Jordan. He messed with LeBron, right? We look at Jordan like battle tester from his era, bird, magic. But she, LeBron can say Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. So it's, it depends right. on how you look at the era, I think. No, yeah, that's that's one of them things that's going to be like a seesaw. You know what I'm saying? Go up and down. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in, my but, opinion, in my opinion, I mean, I would take Sugar Ray over, over Floyd. That's just my opinion. Hey, you know what? That's another one. That's another good one. Sugar Ray. Oh, I mean, remember when, when he fought Hagler? I mean, you, you, you got yeah. all the great fights that he had. For sure. And so that's the only reason why, I'm, I mean, I, my three is Sugar Ray, Muhammad, and then and then Floyd. But that's just my I like opinion. that, bro. That's I, my I, and I, that's I got to piggyback off of that. I'm going yeah. with, I like that. <laughs> I could go I could go for that. I, I like that, but I have my boy B-Hop in there. Hop oh, is one of, of my favorite fighters ever. Of course. B-Hop's in my five. Easy. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was saying top three, and I could go for that three. Yeah. But B-Hop might be my top five, though. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, I like B-Hop a little different than – Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Tyson might not be my top no, five. Tyson ain't in my I don't five. Know, I don't know if that's popular Ty- opinion. Tyson ain't in my five. I mean, listen, Tyson was a brawler. And then w- once he lost his uh, custom auto, his whole game went down. He's biting people in their ears. He <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lewis. <laughs> He's talking about eating people's kids. I mean, you, you – you, you, then you look at him. That's when it was WWE because Tyson was talking yeah. about Rock over there talking about he gonna eat somebody's kids and getting tattoos over his eye. I don't. No, you're right about that. He got his own little issues to this day. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, speaking of to this day, segue. Yeah, your boy, man, Deontay, man, is he gonna is he oh, gonna yeah. blame the uh, yeah. the trainer, the Uber driver? I think he blamed the Uber driver that he lost too. <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked it if he would have just came out and said, you know what? I wasn't really prepared how I need to be for that. But it's all good. I'm about to go into the gym. Maybe I need to switch trainers. I'm going to switch trainers. I'm going to get my stuff together. But he found whenever somebody is switched, you know how they have on um, First 48, they had the people in the interrogation room. 
the first time they come, they ask him some. They let that's it. Then they sit him in the cold for another thirty minutes. Then the shit changed. Then they come back with a soda, and it changed. That's how he was. It just changed, changed, changed. So you just. That's yeah, then they asked for that new point. So he was just finding excuses after excuse to see, like, which one going to sound good? Which one the people going to run with? You know what I'm saying? We weren't running with none of that. So I respect, I will respect him more. Like, yeah, I'm going to go get on my, even like, um, um, like Jamel Charlo, he just fought, right? And, uh, ah, who he just fought? Uh, uh, and he, and he just lost, right? It was, a, it was a draw. They called it a draw, but, he lost that fight, though. <laughs> right. He lost the fight, but what I respected about him in the press conference afterwards is he gave it up to Buddy and said, you know what? That was a tough opponent. That was a tough fight. He did come in. I did kind of expect him to be a brawler like that, but he brought a little bit more. It's all good. We're going to go back to, to the camp, and we'll do a rematch. I'm going to get this back. I'm going to give the fans what they want. Instead of trying to find excuses and all this other stuff, you well, know what I'm saying? Honorable. That's accountability. Like he, I think he was just embarrassed because I think that fight became like I, like I said last time, like black versus white. So when you in like a race war for real, where all the black folks like, bro, Deontay, you better not let this white boy. Yeah. And then the white folks like, I'm going yeah. for Fury. Yeah. So that yeah. was a little more tense than just a regular fight. I know people don't even know who both of the fighters were who was watching the fight. Yeah, yeah, they were just watching it because they know the big black guy who's the big white guy. Right. <laughs> so they didn't really, they didn't really care. But I think what when I look at they fought what twice, right? We know Deontay yeah. Wilder has that that right hook that it could come from anywhere. He could throw it from his heel. I've never seen somebody get a punch off from anywhere. That's true. But Fury ate that punch and got up like he was Undertaker. Exactly, bro. If, yeah. if, that's like if you in a club, bro, and you give your best punch and a nigga just like do one of these, he ate it. Yeah. And he like say, ah, oh, now we can party. Yeah. You <laughs> should leave, nigga. <laughs> hey, just leave. Because what you about to do? You got to shoot this dude, get the pistol, whatever. Nah, yeah, you can't do nothing at that point. But he just, it, like, I seen some of the training videos and stuff like that. He still got to work on his footwork. You know what I mean? He relies so much on that right hand. But in boxing, man, if you get a if you get a, a jab down point, you can win a whole fight with your jab. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that he doesn't really have. But, and so he he fought the Gypsy King, and he was like the Gypsy for real. You know what I'm saying? He moving the groove up, up out of there because he all I gotta do is wait on that power punch. You put in so much, you striking with so much intention, what they call wrongful intentions in boxing. With, when you swing it with everything you got, you know what I'm saying? Everything behind that punch has the wrong intention to not kill you, whatever. That take a lot of energy, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, round after round. Nah, a lot. I, th I think, but the thing you, you say, okay, you say he needs a jab, throw the jab, right? That's almost like Ben Simmons. It's right? a lot more. It's jab. No, 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 more, yeah. he, he can't box, period. Uh -huh. he, technically, he's not a good boxer. But you look at like Ben Simmons, right? This fool making like 200 million, 50, whatever the month, uh, uh, a year, right? He can't shoot a free throw. Like think about like what we call professionals, right? Where that's like an electrician who doesn't know about a circuit breaker. Like that, yeah. like that is a handicap. So I'm Ben Simmons or Gian Giannis can fight through a handicap. Do you think 
Deontay Wilder can fight through not being able to box, just bait, bait, and just get that right hook off? Or does he need yeah. to know how to box? Well, he need to know how to box, which is some of the training he getting now. But he can, like on your first statement, be able to fight like that because it's all about timing. You know what I mean? Timing it. But he's, he's so big on the knockout. So if you used to knocking people out all the time, that's all you chasing. You head hunting. And you never want to headhunt in boxing. You know what I mean? Like, because that's how you're going to lose the fight. That's what happened to him. He lost that second fight trying to headhunt because he's looking for the big knockout, the big right hook, the big the big uh, right overcross or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But he does have to have some type of training uh, uh, um, factor of boxing, knowing how to box to get in that ring to win the fight. That That's just – you have to – I mean, because like you just said with Ben Simmons, <laughs> he get to the lead, but you still got to know how to bounce the ball. You got to know how to do something. You got to know some type of fundamentals to be in there. But that sports is the only place on the world where you can get paid for millions and not be good across the board. Like you just said with electrician, you don't want to hire an electrician. And when he get there, he you got to explain to him what's going on. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point. He on YouTube or he on YouTube. That's that's a good point. That's right. But in sports, you could go in there and not be able to shoot the three, shoot a free throw. But if you could dunk and and, and pass or whatever, okay, you, all right, you're cool. But with a in a real profession, somebody that's in business or a plumber or something like that comes and they don't have all the proper equipment or they don't know about this down the third, or you show them the, the septic tank and they like, oh yeah, I never I never touched septic tank before. <laughs> You'll be like, hold on. Right. Uh, this person ain't. You ain't equipped in sports. You don't have to be fully equipped, you know, because it's, it's, it's you rely on certain other people. You know what I mean? So certain tasks you don't have to have to still be that player or still be in the league or however they work. Hey, everybody want to call while we on the Zoom. Yeah, yeah. My bad. No, you good. Yeah. So so let's let's talk. Let's talk NBA, man. Um, who, does the Lakers, who does the Lakers need? To take them back to championship heaven, we need to get rid of LeBron. Ah, <laughs> uh, that, that's crazy. That's crazy. That he, uh oh, he's, he, I think he's serious about that too. I'm gonna say this. Okay, all right. So you say who we need? We definitely need some youth. We need somebody. We need a, a true point guard. Uh-huh. I don't think. I don't think. Um, Okay, can LeBron can run the point and stuff, but dog, he's older now. We just gotta give that man, give him that. Like Father Time is gonna beat win all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So can he come and run the point and all that other stuff? Yeah, but then we need other people. We need some, we need some shooters. We need people who can stretch the floor. We need a real aggressive big man. I can't with AD because he's not aggressive enough for me. He's playing. He's seven, six, eleven, seven feet, and he's playing like he's six three. He play like he Russell Westbrook. He want to do all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? And he's fading away on a person that's six two. Why you doing this? <laughs> Way back here, put that boy in the blender and do, and go to work. So, I I think, and I'm just playing about LeBron leaving, but LeBron, we need to build around some type of point guard, like a real true point guard. Chris Paul. I hate that we nah, we can't build around Chris I mean, Paul. He, He's getting too old. Is Dame, yeah. Dame the answer. Dame. Dame. There you go. 
that's somebody who's going to be able to come down, set up the plays, get other people in position, and still get his. He can attack when need to. You know what I'm saying? So somebody like him, Chris Paul, no, because he's hitting too old now. And if we did get, get Chris Paul, we may get a good two years out of him, but one and a half, whatever. You know what I mean? He always getting hurt. These people, they getting old, bro. They getting older. They running up. They getting older in league's term. They young as hell. But they getting older in league's term. We not we play basketball here and there. They doing this shit every day. Training every day. For working out every years. day. Yeah, for years. The body gets wear and tear. After a while, you may do that one move, and now you done pop and pull some. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just because over time. So we that's why I, to answer your question, bro, we need some we need to the Lakers are my Lakers organization needs to make some smarter moves. We need somebody who can stretch the floor. We need some shooters. We need a true point guard. And we need a, 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 a true big man. You don't like drumming? Nah, man, not like that. He all right. But that's what I'm saying. I don't need all right. We not an all right organization. <laughs> We need we need banners, huh? Yeah, we never been no. Yeah, he's okay. We never been a he's okay organization. So how how you feel about the speculation that they were talking about uh, in the postseason when Schroeder and uh, Kuzma couldn't get along on the sidelines? Shoot, ain't no telling what be going on in them locker rooms, bro. <laughs> like on what they couldn't get along with, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just like this, dog. If we 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 all worked before we started business or doing whatever, worked in some type of corporate America, worked at a company or something like that. I didn't like everybody I worked with. I want to hang around everybody I work with. So it could be the same thing with them. I don't know what the commission could be about or what the stuff is, but at the end of the day, they still have a job to do. But it's hard to do that job if you still got some stuff on your mind or you got some disagreement with this person. And like we say, we don't know what that locker room be like after the game. How, how do you think in there? I don't know what it's about. How do you think about uh, DeMar DeRozan, California kid, coming back home? You know, he a Kobe guy. What you think about him coming back, retiring with the Lakers? Ah uh, man, DeMar DeRozan is a, is a is a jewel, man. I would love to have him over there. <laughs> I would love to have him over there because he's going to come in and he still got youth in him, man. He's going to he, – he can – the mid-range is on point. He can get to the basket at will. He can stretch the floor. He can pass the ball. He's an all-around player at that two position, like, perfect. But who's going to help him out? Like, we need a point guard, too, there. You know what I'm saying? Like, so – but, yeah, I would, I would love for him to come there all day long. So I, I would love for the Kawhi trade, but you know, search it did happen. So who's un- outside of LeBron and our AD? Who's untouchable? Like who? Who would you? Oh, on the Lakers. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question, dog. Who is untouchable? Oh, cool. We got Caruso still there. Uh-huh. We got Kuzma. We got Tht. Uh-huh. You know, the young boy got potential. Yep. Who else? Who else we got? Is KCP there? I think um, Montrez got another Montrez, year. He has an option, yeah, to stay. That's really yeah. yeah. I would I would say I would say um, bro, I would say Kuzma. They I I hate I would hate if they give him up because see what's going to happen is if they do Kuzma gonna go somewhere and shine. In the in the league, the way that that jump works is 
you could be the you could be a, a superstar player outside of that league. But if they don't run plays for you, they don't have stuff for you. You got to get in where you fit in, and that's where Kuzma is at. It's still trying to figure out how to fit in on this. They're not running stuff specifically for him. He may have a set when he get in with this this unit of five people, but that's for like a good seven minutes. You know what I'm saying? If he's paying, if he's playing 17 to 20 minutes, he got 20 minutes to go out there and do whatever he can. But if you're not getting no plays run for you, what can you do? This ain't like pickup basketball where you just go and do your thing. They have set stuff, and that's how the league is. That's why we see a lot of players when they go and they play in these summer leagues, they be having 60, 70 points, they be going ham. Because motherfuckers can really ball, bro, but they in the system. And he's in the system right now that's just not working for him. So they got to fix that system because Kuzma can ball, but it's just the system. You know what I'm saying? It's not nothing that he's doing. It's the system that's set up for Kuzma. That's funny because you're probably one of the only Laker fans who <laughs> want to keep Kuzma. want to keep Kuzma. Everybody like, get his ass yeah, out of yeah. here, boy. Bro, because they not seeing the talent. Kuzma can really hoop. He's in the system. You know what I'm saying? And maybe the system just ain't for him, so that's why they want him to go or whatever the case may be. It's just like in the NFL when they be having certain systems and the players just trying to figure out how they can fit into this role and the system don't work for them. But they go somewhere else and they shine because they put a system around that person. So I would want to keep Kuzma. Uh, uh, um, um, KCP, he got to go. <laughs> he, he could get up out of here. He could have been left a long time ago. He too inconsistent for me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's too inconsistent. Um, I like Trez. Um, I like THC. I think he – but, see, he go out there. I like him because he's fearless. He got the effort mentality. Yeah, yeah he, he he don't know he's not a star. He'll... Yeah. <laughs> and he don't care. He got the effort mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, man, look, give me the ball. <laughs> I don't know what y'all talking about. Look, they – you know, if if um, I remember one time I went to the All Star Game in Orlando. I was in a locker room on the Eastern um, Conference locker room, and they had the list of all the players, and then they had the time for them. Like it was showing how many minutes they get. You know what I'm saying? And I remember talking to somebody about that, and they were like, "Yeah, man, that's every that's that's what they do in the regular season. Every every game, you know how many minutes you're gonna play. So a person like TAC, if you walk into that locker room and you see I got seven minutes. In them seven minutes, I'm going ham. That's it. That's it. Fuck <laughs> what y'all talk about. <laughs> but and that's how he who. Nah, that's real. But you know, you know who kind of what you was talking about developing players. Lonzo Ball a hooper now. Yeah, I know we didn't like him at first. I'll take him back, man. You know why you saying that, bro? They built a system around him to show his talent, everything that he can provide. He ain't have that in LA. No system around Alonzo. He looks good over there because he's it's a system built around him. They're gonna figure out whatever's gonna work for you. We need to put you in a lot of more picking roles, and we need to put you in a lot of more isolations. What do we need to put this person in to get full potential out of? You know what I mean? And and then also he got a he got a little uh couple years under his belt now. So you get to settle in with the league. You get to see how things work, how how to how to transition through certain stuff. So you're gonna play different. It's hard. I'm sure it's hard going in in the beginning. He's separated from his dad, his brother in the league. I think he just he he more mature now. He it's no distractions. I feel like in his life. Well, yeah, he had to because his dad was doing too much talking. 
<laughs> just like wouldn't let him be his own individual. You know what I mean? I get it to protect your boys, but they're not boys no more. They're grown men. Is Dennis Schroeder gonna find a hundred million dollars somewhere on the market? Because I know the Lakers. Is who? Dennis Schroeder. Excuse me, say what? Is he gonna find a hundred million dollars? <laughs> somebody is somebody gonna give him a hundred million dollars out there on the market? Because we know I, the Lakers ain't gonna. I won't give him a hundred Kit Kats. Come, come again. Say what? <laughs> Hell no, <nah>, man. <laughs> Shooter better get whatever he could get. You feel me? He's a he's a um he's an average player. Yeah. That boy from Germany, he's, he's, he looked like a soccer player though, with that hair. Yeah, yeah, but he's a, he's just an average, he's an average player in the league. Maybe if he go overseas and say he could probably kill over there or something, but in the league, he's an average player. Ain't no way, nah, he's not gonna get no. Now, if he do, his agent is amazing. <laughs> oh, facts. I mean, I, I, I hope he get his bread, but it's, yeah. It, it's funny because, like, you know, the Bronx sexual here, he he took offense when Shorter was like, remember, he was like, yo, I'm going to be the point guard. I want to be the starting point guard. He pretty much was like, Bron, you play off the ball. I got this. So when I heard that, I'm like, Shorter coming to who? And then he did it. <laughs> so. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't prove nothing, man. He went several games in the playoffs with zero points. The entire game. In a contract year? Yeah. And you want to request, but it's only because everybody's getting these wild numbers, right? So a person is thinking like, why not me? I, I deserve it too. I, I did this and going off of these stats and old stuff, but like you're only as good as your last game, your last performance. And this this past playoff, that shit was trash. Yeah, definitely was. Yeah. What you think about the new Space Jam, man? Hold on, well, hold on one second. I, hold, hold on one second. Hold on, I want you to ask. Yep, it's a, it, yeah, it's an indica dominant hybrid strain. All right, we are. <laughs> so, so that's we, why, bro, it's thirty three percent THC. Hey, that's 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 your hit. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, Prince always got 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 that gas, man. Always got that gas. But let, let's talk movies, man. So the, the Space Jam, Space Jam two came out. Um, did you did you ever get a chance to check it out? I ain't watch it yet, to be honest. I got. I'm. A, I'm gonna check it out just for the, you know, for the nostalgia of it. But I ain't watch it yet. See what it's about. I. I heard good stuff about it though. Yeah, yeah. I heard. Great. I actually seen it, but I don't want to reveal anything because I know you and Prince haven't seen it yet. So well, how how do you think it was though? Just uh, it, it was good. I mean, I think that Jordan was a better actor than LeBron, but I think that the story. And no, 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 we ain't here. Better play. Listen, you'll never get me to say that. But anyways, Jordan was a better actor than LeBron. But the storyline, I think, was better in this one. The storyline itself. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. I ain't watch it yet though, so I I can't really elaborate on it. I just know I heard good stuff about it. But um, man, listen, it's another black man doing something um positive, bro. I'm gonna support it, whether I like him as a player or not. As a player, that's, that's, no, for real. No, that's two different things. As a player, he ain't my type of player. That's cool. But on the personal side of LeBron, I can't do you. If you don't like what LeBron is doing, then you a hater. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you black. Now, do you have to like him as a basketball player? What he do on the court? Nah, that's two different things. That's sports. That's what that's what fans are. They they like and they dislike this person, but what he does 
off the court, man, you can't do nothing but salute the guy. And I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna go watch that movie because of that. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. What what about music? What what's the state of uh hip hop? Have you heard the new Kanye yet? The Kanye West project. No, he ain't released it. He had a nigga waiting all day last weekend, last Friday, ain't nothing come out. <laughs> So I'm, I, I think he said August 6th. Now I done got pushed back three times. So the new day is August 6th, but I'm waiting on three people. <clears throat> I'm waiting on Kanye. I'm waiting on uh, Travis Scott and I'm waiting on Brent Fayez. So the state of hip hop, to answer your question is, everybody sounds alike. It's hard to decipher who's who because they 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 bash the shit out of T Pain about this auto tune, and everybody's using it now. So it's like he was the person who had the. He, it's almost like he got he crucified. Yeah, he he was the Jesus of the. He died for it, so y'all can use. It, you know what I'm uh-huh, saying? Right. So when when it comes to music, like um, like I I I have my moments. Sometimes when I hear this shit, and I. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Migos, you know what I'm saying? I like how they wordplay. I like how they pick their their uh production and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But um, ain't nobody really talking about too much substance. I find myself listening to the same things over in my, in my catalog. You know, uh, anytime I need some real, like, just that real motivation, victory lap all day. One, all the way to the end, I can ride the victory lap with Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? Like, but he's talking about stuff in there. But, you know, everybody got their stuff they like. I ain't like the baby, little baby, he doing this thing and the baby and all of them. But it's like I see it as turn up music and I'll listen to it. If I'm in the gym, I need that good pump and stuff like that. But I can't really ride to it too much, man. It started to sound too much the same. Turn on the radio, bro, and every other song sound the same. I just heard somebody from here. <laughs> He, he got a song called Who Wants Smoke With Me? Some dude named Nardo. I didn't even know he was from Jacksonville. But I couldn't even understand what Cuz was saying. He just, everybody mumble rapping and putting auto-tune on top of it. And it made me not want to listen to it. Yeah. I, I think the artistry is definitely watered down, but the, it's, it's always when you battle in capitalism, right, where these dudes now are making 150000 a show. And they got two songs out. So it's like money-wise, the money's really making them feel like they're real artists. So it's like, what you about to tell me, old head? I'm making 150 a show. Yeah, but see, the old head is trying to save them. I just watched something with Mike Jones, man. And he was really speaking that truth about the industry. The old heads are trying to show them, like, bro, you are getting raped. You are only getting like 10% of what you actually worth. So yeah, you're getting a show for 100000 you ain't seeing a hundred thousand because the label coming to get 50 of that off well 30 percent of that off rip so now you gotta get them 30 percent because you're in the 360 deal they get 30 percent then you got management and all this other stuff to pay then you got after that you got taxes to pay on that they live in check to check which is really show to show oh facts huh you know what i'm saying they so it looked good on the broad scale of things but keep in mind if you sign the deal you still owe me so you could go out here and look good on the gram and flash his money and put all your all this other stuff, but you still owe the label. And until you bust a move like a soldier boy or something, that's why I fuck with soldier boy because they they 
laughing, kiki kiki, ki, at Soldier Boy. But that dude's smart. He bought himself out of there. He owned everything he put out. Everything. Ownership. That's it. So let's talk yeah, about ownership. Let's talk mm-hmm. about fashion, man. You see, the NBA is big. It's funny. The NBA has become like a runway now where you're trying to see what shoes Braun got on, what D Book got on, what Russell Westbrook. What do you think about fashion in the NBA now? It's must see. I'm, I'm, I'm not looking to wear nothing that Russell Westbrook put on. <laughs> 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 None of that's it. That's not it. Like, they, so, yeah, it's been, it is. It's the fashion thing. It's like, okay, we got a game. You know, they about to rock down the tunnel. Let's see what, who's wearing. Let's see what they got on. And, and that's what they do. They put on all this. Um, it's all this European style stuff. You know what I mean? It's the stuff that they show on the fa- in the fashion shows on the runway. But nobody's really going to wear that on a day-to-day basis. Like, you're not putting that stuff on. You're not having stuff with big holes here and your sh- and a shoulder pads that come out here and stuff and walk around with all that craziness on. It's just for that moment. So I guess it's like just showing that they can step outside of the box and wear some other stuff. Some of the stuff be like, man, y'all tripping, y'all letting these folks um, take your masculinity away. It's like, you de- you know what I'm saying, <laughs> to me. Yeah, and these are these, these dudes six, eight, six, like these are big men too. So a lot, Versace don't make that in regular. So they're getting these things custom made uh-huh. mm-hmm. to look that tight. <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's just the, uh, I don't know, man. It's Iverson started this because he was wearing what he wanted to wear. He never stepped out and started wearing all this other crazy stuff. It's just like, yo, this how this where I'm from, bro, and this how we dress. Yeah, this I, how I, I pull up. Right, Iverson, Iverson mirrored the culture. We was all right. dressing like that. True. Right. So that's why he's so, here. That's why he a pioneer because it's like I see a person who look just like me, nigga. That's what I put on. Exactly. I put on my. I wear my hat like that. Uh-huh. I wear shirts like that. I want my pants in it. Oh, he got his 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 pants at the bottom cuffed like I wear my shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So I related to that because we saw that in the hood. We saw that growing up. I ain't gonna see if you walk out your door and you see anybody dressed in the shit that Russell be having on, Westbrook be having on, you gonna be like, what the hell he got on? That's true. Yeah. That's gonna be your immediate question. Like you gonna be like, he looked crazy as hell. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that you're wearing every day, but I guess to make a statement and these people know how to keep their name uh the, the celebrities done turn into uh the social media influencers in a sense because they know how to keep their name out there what's going what's going to have my name out there oh let me put this on and then they get camera footage and then all these blog sites get to putting it out there and then they they still a trending topic because that's all it's about now is everybody want to be a trending topic right that's true and that's social media for you though so NFL season is about to start. Who you got as a favorite to, 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 to win it all? I don't know, but did y'all see Brady throwing that ball yeah. into the goddamn machine? <laughs> so I don't know, but I just I know Brady is it. That's, on, that's was that real? Was that real or some source? No, that was no, okay. that was real, bro. That was real. That was real. okay. That was real. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, that was real. I I watched it about eighty times. I was like, this is great, great. <laughs> now that was real, but. Uh, that's a tough one, man, because, see, you can't really say in the in the uh, football because, bro, 
it just take one game for that one player to get hurt, go down, and then now nah, it's a whole disaster for the team. True, true. You know what I'm saying? It's a, so NFL is kind of different. Uh, I don't have nobody to pick yet. I got to see how to see. I don't know until like mid season. How you think Julio's gonna fare in Tennessee? Oh man, Julio gonna ball out. Yeah, Julio gonna ball out in Tennessee because he gonna have they gonna put a system around Julio out there. They got him and uh, AJ Brown. Yeah, AJ. What's the what's the running back though? Oh, Henry, uh, Derrick Henry. Bro, they got a squad, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but 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 in the same sentence though, it always sounds good on paper because I thought that about the Browns. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Odell, you know what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. I was like, woo! I was like, boy, they got a squad, but they couldn't convert it to what it sounded like on paper. So with the NFL, you really gotta wait till the season start <laughs> to right. see it. Right. It's not a one man takeover game like in the NBA. You can do that. Like one man can come out there and really take over the show, bro. Right. Not in the NFL, because I gotta throw the ball to somebody and I gotta depend on him to catch it. I gotta give it to the hand it off to him and I gotta depend on him. Yeah. Yeah. NBA, you can just take over, get 40. Yeah, if you wanna get if you if you in your groove and you feeling it, we all done hoop before and and you had those days where the the basket looked like an ocean. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And you just (laughs) you lighten that thing up. And they be like that in the league, in the NBA, players just go and get off because they they feeling good that day and they can go from 40, 50, 60. We done seen all them crazy numbers where they take over a whole entire game, but they can't do that in the NFL. You really have to depend on your team. That's true. Yeah, you really got to depend on your team. So we're going to see. It all look good on paper. It sound good on paper. We won't know till the season starts. <laughs> we got to tap back in, man, midseason, see, see what you're thinking. Yep. Yeah, mid-season definitely. Halfway through, let's get back on. Then I can say what I got, who who I who I think gonna take it. Not for sure. Tell what else you got going on, man. Tell the people your social media. What's oh yeah. Shoot, right now, man, we focusing on the on the brand William Boston Apparel. All the new stuff we got, the new shoes that we dropping, the new line from that. Got the Kamikaze collection that's going that's out now. Pre orders taking in on that. uh, the podcast from A to Z, we uh, me and my partner in in in, in works right now to open up this uh, studio that's just for podcasting. So oh, we're gonna be, yeah, we renting it out to people because we have all the equipment. We're renting it out to people as well, so they can go ahead and do their podcast. So it's like you don't have to bring anything; you're just showing up. Um, so working on that, and then we're doing a, a reality TV show. That's centered around this fashion show that I'm putting together uh, in October, and that's called Building a Brand. So I got myself and three other streetwear brands that we're going to pretty much follow through, follow all the way up until the fashion show, showing everything that goes into getting prepared for this show, pieces getting made, the whole nine, you know what I mean? So to give a backstory on that individual and um, it leads up until the, the last episode will, will be the actual fashion show showing that. So that's, dope. that's real dope. Yeah, we putting that together. And then, um, shoot, that's that's those are the main things that we're working on right now outside of that. And, uh, and, and then me teaching other people some of the other stuff I got going on. I got these different courses showing you how to get started with Turo 
and all this other stuff. Um, business one-on-one coaching, you know, just creating platforms to where or cr- what I'm doing now, wh- what I'm focusing on, bro, is creating systems and creating platforms that I've already done the work for and I can put it out there and it's going to continuously bring me revenue in. You know what I mean? So if I could create a course to show you how I did something and you take this stuff and apply it, I've already done the work and here's the course. The individuals that are buying or paying for this course, I'm receiving residual income for that, the work that I've already done. So I'm just trying to do work that I've already done and it continuously makes me money while I'm out of town, while I'm over here doing whatever other thing that I'm doing, I'm getting paid for something that I already did. That's what I'm focusing on, man, is, yeah, and creating systems in place that can run themselves, um, even down to my, uh, to the clothing brand, just like we was talking earlier uh, offline about the uh, drop shipping and stuff like that. Right. Creating those different platforms to where I don't have to do all the printing and stuff like I used to do. I, can, I still have the machines to do them at will when I have different creative ideas and stuff like that. But, man, I'm not about to be doing all that crazy work or my team ain't about to be doing all that crazy work no more. Outsource this stuff, man, and still get the same amount of money that you was going to get before when you were doing all the work yourself. Less stress, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, creating those systems, man, that go in place so you can make – give you leeway to do other stuff. That's what has – that's what's been happening for me is I created systems that helped me get leeway to start other businesses and start other opportunities and do other things and teach people and coach people and all this other stuff. Because um, at the end of the day, we all put here to do something and that something is to deliver information to the next individual. So if you're not doing that, then you're worthless. You're a waste of time. You know what I mean? It's not all about the individual and doing what you're doing. How is what you're doing helping somebody else? We're all here to be a, a, a vessel to help the next person, just like the generation that was before us and the people that was before them. Everybody put something into place. The people, the, our ancestors that was before us, and they fought for all this stuff like this, for us to have an opportunity to be on the camera and do what we want to do and all this other stuff. They already They did this stuff already, and they helped us. It's our turn to help the next generation. You know what I mean? So that's all I'm focusing on is how can I be of help? How can I be an asset to any room that I step in? Hmm. Well, you, well, you can start with helping us get these shirts. Prince and Barty. Uh, oh, you already know. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Hey, give back to us because we need, we need some fly Prince and Barty shirts. You feel me? Man, all y'all got to do is send me exactly what y'all want, bro, and and I'll, I'll knock it out, man. We can um, we can make it happen. It's public record. Public record. We got you on record. Yeah, got you on record, bro. Appreciate it. It's a it's it's a tax write off. So I got you. Oh man, just like you said, you can be your own people, bro. Be your own people. Get you what you know it. I got, but I got you. But well, we appreciate. We definitely you can make us, it happen, bro. man. We got to get together soon. Definitely. Yeah, when I come to the crib, we definitely got to link up, man. Let me ask y'all a question real quick. What y'all think about Giannis winning that chip? The Bucks. Man, it, 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 it was due. I mean, it, it, I'm happy he did it for the team, but for everybody saying they don't have a super team, I disagree. Because him, Middleton, and, and, and Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is the best defensive point guard in the league. Yeah. 
So, I mean, you, you, they, they put their team together the right way. I'm happy they won, but we all know if all these injuries didn't happen, they would have never won a championship this year. Oh, that's a, I think for me, though, I'm just happy. Giannis kind of got that Kobe thing where he don't care if you like him or not, and I like that. He not where LeBron, your boy, like, they, they yeah. more friendly. Giannis, like, bro, I'm from Greece. It's just me and my brothers. Yeah. Like, he not worried yeah. about no commercial. Uh-uh. He don't yeah, know. No, no. I'm going a, I'm to a shoot 2,500 shots. Kobe told me to do it, and I'm going to outwork you out here. That's it. My game not pretty, but I'm going to outwork you. So Giannis got like, he like a warrior, bro, like that. He got that Kobe warrior mentality, that Kevin Garnett. That's what I like about Giannis. He got AI in him all through his DNA, bro. Yeah. He is he is that, like you said, the Kobe and stuff like that. But um, the Kobe was a, was a warrior, like a, a warrior. But AI was a, he was another different, beast bro at that size right. and 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 we see what what that warrior looks like in a person the size of Giannis yeah <laughs> right yeah you know what I'm saying sure. so I was happy for him because of what you just said like he don't care about nothing that's how he be like I don't care I care I play on the streets yeah, yeah, <laughs> I play it. ball on the streets yeah. <laughs> like he really you know from the street so yeah everything is a bonus uh-huh the yeah. lifestyle like he really humble with it he didn't yeah. grow up in like where LeBron had a camera on him since he was eleven. Yeah, Giannis, you know, seven years ago he was. Yeah, you didn't know who he was. Seventy-five pounds lighter. He was skinny as hell. This man won Most Improved Player. Yeah, think about his steps. It's never yep. happened in any sport in history. Yep. <laughs> Most improved. Do y'all do y'all think CP is going to get one though? Nah. <laughs> I don't think so either. I, I mean, I don't want. I don't want to say that he messed around to come to the Lakers, but I'm just saying, like, that's the only way he's gonna win it if he comes to LA. Yeah, that's that, it. That's the only way. That Devin Booker, they tried to say he was Kobe. Like, nah, I think that's what messed them up when they started calling Devin Booker the Kobe. Kobe yeah, it it went left. It man. went left. Left field. Uh, yeah, Devin Booker, that dude though. Oh, he is, but I feel like. You're not gonna say anybody is Nas. You gonna that's like you see a nigga. Oh, that he like Nas. Like it don't. No, I feel you. I feel you. you really, that. They, yeah. they took it a little stretch further, but you know, CP3 has that short man complex, and I'm sure you know hearing that stuff will make you go out there and say, "Oh no, I'm gonna shoot the ball." <laughs> you that's know, Kobe, right. I'm the leader. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna take over. I'm gonna tell you something funny. I'm not gonna. You take this man out of his game. I'm gonna I'm I'm tell. I'm gonna say something. I'm not gonna say where it was. AAU in high school. I played with this point guard who just was miserable, bro. He reminded me of CP3 to where I remember. I, I was like, I was. I played varsity end of ninth grade, going into tenth, and I'm young. So I get in the game. He looking at the coach. He hating. Yeah. CP3 remind me of the guy who was looking at the coach, making faces. Like if you mess up, yeah. he making a face to where you see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he, it's like a silent hate that CP3 got. He could be a great guy in the State Farm commercials. He seems like a good guy. But I think that's why. You ever notice some people get mad at CP3? It's real personal. Yeah. DeMarcus Cousins said, that's why nobody F with you. Like, they're screaming this at him. Like, yeah. bro, you a F nigga, and we don't really mess with you for real. And you know that. They mm-hmm. respect you as a point guard. But man to man, we know you flawed. That's what I always got from Chris Paul. I couldn't. Yeah, no. 
No, that's why the basketball guys ain't blessing with no championship. <laughs> that's true. His spirit, his spirit ain't right. Yeah, he, he got like this ego for no. Somebody said he Kobe. Then oh, yeah. Clipper Daryl, Clipper Daryl, shot the Clipper Daryl. He said Chris Paul is Kobe without the height in the rings. Yep. And I was like, right, yeah. that's true. <laughs> they tolerated Kobe because he winning. Yeah. So yeah. Kobe could be an asshole. I got all these rings. Life is good, but when you don't win, yeah. you can't be an asshole. No, you're right about that. We shall see. <laughs> but yeah, we shall see, man. Cliff Paul. <laughs> he's more Cliff than he's Chris. That's a fact. No, you ain't lying about that, man. We're going to see, though. <laughs> we'll see. But we appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, man. man, you know it's all love, dog. Send get, me the info for the shirts. Can I get a quick Prince and Barty? Prince and Barty. Yeah. On that Bacardi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. I'll hit you. All right. Yo. Yes, sir. Prince and Barty is your number one source for all things sports. Now streaming on Spotify and iTunes. iTunes.